Hi everybody, welcome to our SALT Thanksgiving special. We're so happy you're here. My name is Bunny. And I'm Kat. Oh my goodness, here in Hilo, I don't know where you are watching this from, but here in Hilo, can you guys hear that? It's pouring, pouring. rain. So I hope you guys are staying dry. We are so super excited, right, Kat? Yes, we are. So we, are. we have a wonderful Thanksgiving special for you, for all of us um, to be in this together tonight. Usually we have our SALT conference around this time of the year where we collaborate with all our other our sister churches and wonderful brothers and sisters in Christ, and we can learn from each other. And this time, because of the situation that we're in with, with COVID and this whole season, we thought, you know what? I know a lot of people are, are on Zoom or, you know, attending meetings online. Let's do something a little bit different, you know, with a little bit of a different flavor, a different kind of salt, because there are different yeah. flavors of salt. You know, there's Himalayan salt, there's kosher salt, there's sea salt, Hawaiian salt. <laughs> you know, there's all different types of salt. So we are doing salt a That's little right. different. And you know, you may be joining us from our church online platform. So we want to just say hi uh, to everyone joining us there. Uh, what's up to everybody watching us on Instagram live. We are so stoked that you guys are here. Pastor Kat and I are going to jump on all of our platforms. So we're going to be going through uh, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and of course our online. And we are so excited because just like what Pastor Kat was saying, you know, we're, it's different, but we are the seasoning, right? This is a different season, but God still uses us we are the salt and and if you're unfamiliar with what salt means it stands for serving and learning together and we're gonna be uh, doing this a little different but we're gonna be doing this together so are you excited I am yes we are very excited and so to kick off uh, tonight we're going to watch uh, Pastor Charlie just kind of give us a little taste I mean I miss Pastor Charlie's squid luau oh, oh my goodness his kalua pig, i miss that his... man yeah anyway okay, so, um, so, right. so, yeah. so you know what uh, let's take a look at it uh, we're here at pastor charlie and we're with halipuli and we're serving our community with some food today and that's part of our teaching or our um learning from what we've learned from new hope as we, as I was working in the kitchen, and Joyce was serving up with the uh, under his wings, so we're here and we're gonna serve the community some food. But for salt, salt always enhances the food. It brings flavor to the food, and it's the same with the Word of God. When we serve and we learn together, we learn some knowledge. We learn how to uh, love God. We learn how to love people. And that's the salt. That's what Jesus is talking about, the, the, the salt of the world, that it enhances our life so that we could go out and we could serve others and love upon others the way Jesus loved them. So that's what salt is all about, is serving and learning together. And like I said, salt enhances the, the food, or if we put a little bit too much salt, then it comes a little... Um, too strong, bitter, and then we don't want it. So we don't want to be too much um, with the knowledge of God and trying to push that knowledge up onto people. We want to serve them. Yes, right. So uh, uh, here in Hawaii, we call that ono um, or delicious, but we call them onolicious. So we want to be onolicious 
so that people can receive the word of God and they can receive the Holy Spirit and the love of God. So that's what we're doing here. So welcome to South Congress. We hope to serve and learn together. God bless you all. my mic I'm so sorry my microphone was off I apologize thank you guys for being so patient Pastor Charlie and Halepuliki Olaho you guys are doing a fantastic job I want to communicate to you the heart and vision behind what our salt to our Thanksgiving special is all about it's really about serving and learning together that's why we have all of our different churches connected that's why we're, we're gonna see the different churches on the big island and and including Maui. Uh, Maui, however, Pastor Dwayne and Janet Betzel, they're on vacation. So we do want to give them that space to take vacation. But here's the good news. We're going to go through as many of, of our churches as we can. And because of that, we're going to be able to learn together. Every church, every church has their own flavor. Every church has their vision, the vision that God gave to them. And tonight, our hope is that when you see what God is doing throughout all of our churches, that you too can make a difference. Someone told me that they, they missed the fellowship, that they, missed, they miss being together. They miss the time of, they miss the times of seeing each other. But this is what I told them. I said, you don't have to be at the church in order to have fellowship. Go have lunch with somebody. Go hang out with someone. And you can still practice social distancing. But don't think that as the church that we are now closed or we're stuck. Do the best that you can under the circumstances you're in. That's what the disciples did when Jesus went to the cross and then rose from the grave. They did the best that they could with what they had. And what they had was the person of the Holy Spirit. That's why Jesus gave us the Holy Spirit. Apart from him, we can do nothing. So when he gives us his power, now we can do all things through him who strengthens us. On standby right now, in fact, behind me is Pastor Ben, Christian, and Jamie. So I'm going to turn it over to them real briefly and just see how they're doing. And tonight you're going to see uh, multiple shots but i think for pastor ben and you guys um when you watch the video about you know pastor charlie guys doing that as well as thinking about the situation that we're in how can we help people understand that the church walls or the building should never impede us being effective in the world what does that mean to you guys when we serve and learn together and and, and uh, i know from your perspective pastor ben you guys will do uh, worship and things like that. Christian, you're involved in the youth ministry. Jamie, you're also involved with our worship team. And uh, yeah, so let me just hear your heart too. What, what do you think about where we're at and, and just the theme of salt? Yeah, I think that's really awesome. Um, the uh, First of all, you know, watching that video with Pastor Charlie, I'm hungry now. So, <laughs> but it's a good, it, it, and I think what's really cool about that too is that it reminds me that there is all, there's there's room for all of us at the table 
when it comes to Jesus. And so, you know, I know that for for this for us, this is the first time we're doing something like this. And the beauty behind it is, like Kat said earlier, there's different flavors of salt. And so even in times like this, we can still serve and learn together. And what I love about it is that, um, you know, not being able to meet together does not impede us from being the church. Yeah, and specifically, like, being here, I've got to serve and do a lot of different things than usual. Like Pastor Sheldon was saying, I'm usually involved in youth, and um, because of the season, I've been involved in a lot of backstage things here, and I've got to learn about how things happen here. But um, with youth, uh, it's really about finding those opportunities to uh, speak with them. And, you know, we do still meet up on nights, but also, you know, continuing those, uh, trying to build that relationship with the youth that I do have that relationship with and continuing that bridge. And I think that's really important when it comes to salt. Yeah. And, you know, for worship, what's really cool is that one of the things that we've been trying to do in our culture, in our culture here at worship was that it's more than the platform. It's in our lives. How do we worship the Lord with our lives? And so what's really cool is that, uh, you know, when, when this all first kind of started, yeah, it was kind of a challenge because we're so used to, we're so used to coming to church, worshiping the Lord, hearing the message, and then leaving. But what's really cool is that I've been hearing stories about how uh, people are worshiping in their homes for the first time with their entire families and how it's been really uh, encouraging them to live out being the church, live out what does it mean mm-hmm. to, to, to worship the Lord. Yeah. And so that's what's so great about salt is it's universal. Everybody knows what salt is. Right. And when it comes to, when it comes to uh, who God is and, and his flavor for us, that's something that we can all take away. What do you, you know, when we think of where we are, especially as a church, you know, we try to make a difference. I know we have all of our other churches. In, in, a, in a little while, we're going to jump onto Zoom with some of our other uh, pastors. And in fact, right now, a couple of them couldn't be on. Pastor Donnie is not able to be on. And we're starting a new church, New Hope, New Life with Pastor Donnie. Kimmy, and he's being birthed out of Halepule Keolaho with Pastor Charlie. But they're right now feeding the homeless in the middle of this rain, middle of this type of pandemic. They're feeding people. And I asked them to give me a couple video clips of what's happening. And we'll we'll show that later. But I, I wanted you to know that the church can still do something because people are going through so many different emotions. I know for you and I, Pastor Ben, we talked about the emotional roller coaster ride you went through. And maybe just give us a, a, a just a quick snapshot on what happened and how you were able to, I wouldn't say recover because it's still a journey, right? It's still a constant journey. Yeah. So <laughs> do you, yeah. So just give us a brief story about what that looks like. And, and hopefully your story can help other people that, uh, like all of us, we meander through life dealing with emotions. Yeah, I think one of the misconceptions that we have as Christians is that uh we, we have this false sense of security thinking that because we have Jesus, everything's going to be okay. And what I've learned is that although, yes, we have Jesus, it, it's okay to not be okay. What's what's okay is for us to be real with what we're going through. Uh, we got to remember that our feelings, our emotions is part of us. And even Jesus himself, he dealt with feelings, he dealt with emotions, but it's about allowing ourselves to to understand how do we deal with that through the eyes of Jesus and for me like you said I'm not I'm not recovered yet I'm recovering um, and it's a great thing because uh, I got to be honest with with Jesus and what's really cool about that is um, when you let 
When you let the Lord into every single door of your life, including the places where you don't want him to be, he's going to show you exactly who he is. And um, there's a lot of things that I'm learning, and there's a lot of things I'm learning I have to unlearn uh, because I want to follow him. And when, and it's so great because as the Bible says, you know, we are transformed from, from glory to glory. And I think that's one of the greatest things in the, that I've learned through this pandemic, and I'll share more about it on Sunday. But it's more about really um, coming to grips with who Jesus is through every area of your life. And that's a really great thing to discover. You know, uh, tonight as we go through all the different elements and the things that, uh, God is going to be showing us. The, the heart behind it is that we would truly understand the people that God surrounds us with. And I know for you know Pastor Bunny, Pastor Cat, I know you guys are right now. If you know our church facility, they're downstairs right now. They're live on Instagram right now. And if you guys do have any questions that you might want to ask during the night, being online, you have that chat uh, space. Whether you're on Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, or on our church online, please ask questions and even greet someone. Just tell someone good evening. We're going to have a great time. But throughout the night, if you have questions, just write them in, send them through the chat, and Pastor Bunny and uh, uh, Pastor Cat are going to be uh, having that conversation with all of us. Uh, well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait a little bit because our pastors are going to jump on, but I'm going to jump back to you guys, Pastor Bunny, Pastor Cat. How are you guys doing downstairs? <laughs> Thank you for that. In fact, we wanted to just say hi uh, to everyone online. We're looking at our online church right now, and we want to say hi to uh, Auntie Laurie. Uh, we see Jadina. Hi, Nadine. Pastor Lynn is on. Uh, we see Joanne. We see you guys, and we're so grateful you guys are here. Um, are you on Facebook? Pastor? I'm on Facebook, okay. and I want to say hi to my sister Pam, my, my worship sister Pam, who's on. Also want to say hi to Francis and uh, Teresa and John Kaivi who are on. Hi, you guys. Hey, hi. And also, let's see, Jillian. Hi, Jilly. Nice to see you online. Um, Carleen, Melissa, Daryl, and Paula. Nice to see you guys faithfully so, wow, there. That's awesome. and and then so Uncle Daryl Kiocho guys are also on. So thank you guys for yeah. being on, and on Facebook. And we also want to say aloha to everyone watching us on YouTube. We have Madison and Chai. Hey, Madison. And it's so cool. Like, we get to still be connected. Like, this is exactly what we're talking about, right? Being the flavor, uh, doing things together. We may not be uh, able to come back into the building, but we keep saying this over and over that you guys, all of us together, we're the church. So we're just, uh, we're just so thankful. And, you know, speaking about being thankful, like being tomorrow, being Thanksgiving, you know, this is normally our Wednesday night equipped service. And we, as a congregation, we as members of this church, we take some time out to give our tithes and our offering. Uh, to the Lord and as I was thinking and just kind of listening to everybody say things and even what is going to be shared tonight if we would just take some time and just pause and say what are we thankful for you know when we give of our tithes or we give of our offering it's not just because it's something good to do or because it says so in the Bible or even because God's going to give us yes all of that is true but especially right now in this season, is there something that you're thankful for? 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. We are thankful for the rain. We're thankful for our friendships, our relationships. We're thankful for one another. We're thankful that we get to serve a God that is so good and so generous. So we just want to take some time out for those of us that do consider New Hope Church uh, our home. This is our time where we want to give our tithes and our offerings. So that's what we're going to do real quick. Um, We're just going to pray over it, and we're just going to pray right now. Heavenly Father, we are so thankful, especially that you have used us as the seasoning. You're the master chef. You are the ultimate chef that uses the us as the seasoning for the, this earth, for your kingdom, and you advance your kingdom. So, Lord, we ask for, that you would just bless the giver, bless the tithes that are coming in, bless the offerings, and, Lord, bless every single person here tonight. Bless their families as we celebrate Thanksgiving. May your presence be there. May your spirit of peace, joy, and comfort, Lord, just be in the homes. And especially for those of us that aren't able to gather like we used to, especially for those that that may be alone because they can't travel or people can't come over, Lord, I just ask that they will not feel that, that you would be with them and that they would know Uh, they would have a sense of joy and community because you will be there. We thank you again. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So, you know, we've been having some, you know, this year we were talking how different it was. Normally we have camp. Normally we have our our legacy and define district camp here every summer. But this year it was different. And it, at first, it was a little like, oh, scary, because we only are used to doing it one way, uh, just like how we used to only do church a certain way. But now God has given us an opportunity to do things differently. We're not uh, limited. Uh, we are limited. He's not limited. Right. Uh, and so we have Pastor Lindsay and Carrington, who are part of the core team. They are such a huge part of our district camps here. And it has been just a wonderful season, just getting to know them and their family and hearing their story. In fact, their story reminds me of how, not just how faithful God is, Mm -hmm. but how good he is when we're faithful as well. Mm -hmm. Just having, holding on to him when we have no idea what's happening or what's going on, like even for 2020, right? Sometimes we're like, I don't even know. But what we do know is that we have a father in heaven that is faithful, that is in control, and that has a plan. And so, you know, join me as we just take a look at an amazing testimony from Arlo Terrell Ohana. Hey, my name is Carrington, and this is my wife, Lindsay. We are the Latrells. And tonight we'll be talking about the story of our son, Pono. Pono was, um, I was 25 weeks pregnant when Pono was born. And um, we spent 107 days uh, with him in the NICU. And when he was first born, they told us that the first 10 days were the most critical. And they gave us a 80% chance, I think an 80% chance, um, that he would live, and, um, and if he could make it past the first 10 days, then, then we'd be good, um, but it, 
know, I wasn't really like that. No. In fact, it was almost like a roller coaster. Um, I remember countless times where different doctors and physicians would step into the room giving us different diagnosis of our son, of his um, just his life, how he is reacting to certain medication and certain things that are uh, that testing him with. And uh, most of the diagnosis of what was happening in Pono's life was mostly negative. Yeah. Pono was um, two pounds yeah. when he was born and he was so fragile. Um, they kept him in incubator. like an incubator and when we, um, we couldn't hold him, we couldn't kiss him, we couldn't touch him and if we did we had to, um, well we had to put our hands through the incubator and you could only like place your hands on certain parts of his body. Um, because it was too much stimulation yeah. for him, and so that was really hard for us. While we were in the hospital, he not only had surgeries and um, blood transfusions, but we also found out that there was bleeding in his brain. Yeah. Pono had bleeding on both sides, and they range it from a scale of one to four, four being the most severe. And on one side of his brain it was a three, and on the other side it was a four. And so they told us that there's a big possibility that he was going to have developmental delays and, um, and other, other complications as he got older. Yeah. For us, it was a super scary time. Um, we didn't know what was going to happen with our son. We didn't know um, if he was going to live and what his life would look like if he did. The only thing that we could cling to was the Lord. And um, I felt like right from the very beginning, I felt like the Lord told me, watch what I'm gonna do. Just watch what I'm gonna do. We always had to come back to that, or I always had to come back to, nope, the Lord said he's gonna do something. The Lord's gonna do a miracle. Like, we're just gonna watch him do something. We're gonna watch him move and do something in Paul's life. And it was, um, and that's what we did. That's what we watched happen. We clung to the Lord during that time because He was all that we had. He was the only hope, the only faith, um, the only strength, the only comfort that we had in that time because, like I said, we had no control over that whole situation. Eventually, we got to this place where He was strong enough to take Him home. And we did, and um, but since then he has had countless therapies and um, and multiple. I don't know. He sees multiple specialists. Um, when he turned three, they officially diagnosed him with spastic diplegia um, cerebral palsy. So that means from his waist down, he's affected by it. So. For him, he um, he has a hard time. He can't walk on his own yet, um, and he uses a walker. He recently got a wheelchair, and um, but he yeah he's unable to walk on his own. Um, developmentally, he's still behind. He um, he's still he's still learning, you know. But it's amazing to see where he came from and to where he is now and hearing him 
him talk and seeing him interact with people and being able to call out colors and shapes and numbers and um, that's a huge deal for us and doctors didn't foresee that like they didn't see that in his future and um, and so for us it's definitely continuing to watch the Lord work and it's a challenge for us every every day I think <laughs> so even I mean even now um, in 2020 you know Pono's going to be four a few days after Christmas and um, and we just we learned that we have to we just have to take it day one day at a time with him. I mean, because of COVID and not being able to fly, he hasn't been able to see some of his specialists in person. Um, he hasn't been able to get some of the treatments that he was supposed to get, and so um, so it's been a little bit difficult. But we know that the Lord has more for him, and we know that the Lord is going to do something with his life to inspire others and um, and just use him in such a big way. And so I think we're excited for that, and I think that's what we, we hold on to as we kind of um, walk this journey, because it is difficult having a special needs son. Despite having the excessive amount of support and even um, you know, medical specialists looking and helping him throughout uh, his growth, um, he has made some leaps and bounds within this year, and it is truly an amazing thing to watch, an amazing thing to just see flourish in front of your eyes. One thing that I think Lindsay and I can both attest to uh, in this whole journey with Pono, and even how we had to dig deeper, um, cling closer, and um, trust harder in the Lord, is that uh, in doing so, we've recognized over and over again how much and how close Jesus is with us. Every time I try to make it on mine Every time I try to stand and start to fall And all those lonely roads that I traveled on There was Jesus When the life I built came crashing to the ground when the friends I had were nowhere to be found I couldn't see it then, but I can see it now Well, there was Jesus In the way, in the searching, in the healing, in the hurting Like a blessing buried in the broken pieces
Sorry about that. <laughs> I tend to forget my um, my pack, but I'm so thankful for the Latrells and all that God is doing through them. Uh, I know that for many of you, you know, your story is sometimes you feel that what can my story do? What What is the Lord going to use with my story? Or what can he use with my story? And what is he going to do with my story? I can tell you this, that when you're in the middle of that story, those valleys, those dark times, the times where it doesn't seem like God can provide or that he's going to come through, those are the times that God is going to forge our faith in him. So that's what salt means. It's all of us together, that support system that we have. And sometimes we don't like asking people or we don't like receiving from people. We have a hard time because of our, our sometimes shame, sometimes our guilt. Uh, sometimes it's just the way we process things. But when we're able to come together and we're able to see the, the greater picture that God has for us, now we're able to see that God is going to do something special and that we trust in Him. And maybe 
maybe you have a different perspective. Maybe your perspective is, boy, this is, this is just what I needed to hear. This is this this story related to me. I know for you guys, Pastor Ben, Christian, um, you know, how how did that impact you, and and how does that relate to you guys? Or maybe you know someone who may have had a similar story. You know, being in, <clears throat> being a dad, yeah, that that's you know that that's a powerful testimony, and and seeing about um, just seeing what God is doing, and when you we face those moments of really putting our faith in Him, and then seeing what He does, and especially for what Lindsay said in the video, where you know she just had to, she knew that God was going to do something in in Pono and. Um, man, like <laughs> being a dad of five kids, mm. um, that's really that's hard to do sometimes. It's yeah. it's hard to do. I mean, being honest and and transparent, really, it's hard. But I'm so grateful that even when our faith is a little shaken, His faith in us isn't, and that's who He is. Yeah. What about you, Christian? Any thoughts? Uh, just, I I don't have kids or anything like that. <laughs> you're I still just, a kid. I you're can't. not really a kid. You're still you're still that adult age. You're how old are you right now, Christian? I'm 24. Okay, so but, being a 24 year old, when you think of all that God is doing, and when you think of what He's uh, doing, not just in our churches and community, but in an individual life, speak to us as a 24 year old when you see something like that, what the Latrells just presented. Well, it's really just inspiring, you know. It's they put, you know, their faith got kind of put to the test, and it's one of those amazing things where, despite everything, you know, it came through, and that's just amazing. And I, I think, regardless of age, that's something that translate through, translates through. Well, we do have our pastors from around our island, and uh, we're going to go to them live in just a bit. Um, I, wanted to, I wanted to bounce to Pastor Cat, Pastor Bunny, uh, maybe anybody on Instagram that maybe you've been asking questions or maybe you've been relating to it. And maybe in Instagram you can say, hey, this is, this is my story. And it doesn't have to be long. Maybe on Instagram you can say uh, short sentences. Uh, some of you guys are on Facebook. YouTube or even in the chat uh, my short story is I was a teenage father and I thought my life was over but then I met God and understood that I have a heavenly father he gave me the hope and inspiration to be an earthly father therefore I could put my hope in him because he had a future and a hope for me and I th everybody has a story that's what this salt two hour Thanksgiving special is all about it's, it's the stories that God is writing through all of our lives we all have a story to tell, and each of us has the capacity to do something great for God. So I don't know, uh, Pastor Bunny, Pastor Cat, if you guys had anything down there with uh, Instagram or any other social media sites, uh, I'm just going to throw it to you right now. Well, a lot of people are, are commenting that they just are so touched by um, Pastor Lindsay and Carrington's faith sorry i'm just it's just that when i i, I know their story a, a part of it and when i heard about it while it was happening yeah, yeah because we knew them from camp yeah. um years ago so while they were still going through it um 
it was just such an amazing and I didn't know them um, I only knew them as I think that's the couple that comes to legacy camp yeah. you know and um, to see and to hear their story of how they just did not waver and you know to have that kind of faith in the Lord you know you 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 hope that when you're if you are put in that kind of situation that you'll respond the same way you hope that your belief and and your walk with the Lord is is strong that you'll do the same thing but it's not until you actually get pressed or actually when you're in a situation such as that or something like that that um you really find out you know what your you have your choices but you really find out what you're going to yeah. choose what you're going to do how yes it, and it was cool to watch because I mean, everybody has a story just like what pastor sheldon would say i have a story i'm a team mom i have a uh, an incredible story so do you uh but to watch them hold on to their faith was beyond inspiring because it gave me hope to know that i'm not the only one that struggled or i'm not the only one and we all have something uh, to give and to share and that's the testimony you know we don't even have to preach it is just who is jesus in you you know and uh when you were saying what it, what are we made of i think about the olive uh when i visited israel for the first time and all these olive trees and we see how this pure olive oil is made it's not it's in, an incredible pressing uh process they're they're picked and then they have to be crushed and pressed in order for that oil to come out and i think about that like god where his you know i just it just it brings me so much hope uh to be able to watch people hold on to their faith like that even during the moments of being pressed even when i feel like i'm being pressed like 2020 guys was a pressing year and it and i want it to be in such a way where god's pressing not so that i'm crushed so that he can produce oil that he can use you know and that's what it means when we're being flavored we're being used that seasoning that flavors the earth that's what people get to hold on to that's the stories that people are like wow they were pressed but they weren't crushed they weren't defeated in fact they were it, it made even greater because of mm -hmm, that mm -hmm. so. and they were able to inspire and witness to the doctors and the nurses right. that took care of pono you know i mean when you think about that what sometimes people are, they go through things and they're like why is this happening yeah you know and sometimes your story <laughs> it may not feel like it at the time but your story is going to help somebody mm -hmm. somewhere sometime yeah. someday and you know like pastor sheldon said it a while back in a message and he said god doesn't waste hurts mm -hmm. and he doesn't waste situations like that so when we take that and we cling to our faith we watch what god does and then we watch how it affects the people around right. us and they they affected all the doctors and the nurses that that witnessed and saw this couple just praying over their son and saying no no mm -hmm. we are going to believe that he he's going to survive this and it's such yeah. an amazing story. that's why share your story you yes, have a story definitely. share it you can yep. share it in the chats you can post it on your own social media like or your neighbors your even your family members mm -hmm. share your story it could even inspire your children your spouses like everybody god doesn't waste anything 
He doesn't waste anything. That's the the ultimate chef right there. You know, you ever yeah. watch one of those ultimate chefs? They don't no, waste don't. a single thing. They use everything. <laughs> yes. um, and God can use you and your story. We have our, our pastors too that uh, I even asked them to share a story of, of what they were going through and to share their story. And they're on Zoom right now. And so we're going to... Hopefully everybody's unmuted, but we have some of our pastors. Pastor Kiha is on. And if you don't know who Pastor Kiha is, Kahu Kiha is our district health coach. But more than that, I mean, I don't even know your title, you know, Kahu Kiha. And I don't know if you wanted to do a, a quick greeting. Okay, where's your... I think we're, I think we're, we're muted on Instagram, I mean on... Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. There you go. Pastor Thank you so much, Kao. Yeah. The title is Guru Head Servant, bro. <laughs> God bless you all. On behalf of Pastor Fernando and the team at the Pacific Southwest, um, we just want you to know how proud we are of all of you. And uh, welcome to SALT. What an incredible thing uh, to be a part of. Every year, I look forward to hearing you pastors uh, from the leaders in this church. Uh, my own story started in that church right there. Wow. Uh, 30 years ago, I was sitting there. Kaliha was not even one year old. I was holding him wow. uh, there and heard Pastor Wayne for the first time. And I remember this story about Jericho and walls falling. And I, my, I, I'd never heard the gospel preached that way. And it affected me so much. I said, hey, I'm, I want to know more. I want to follow more. And years later, he asked me to, to pastor, and here I am. Um, but it's really, this is God's story. Yeah. This story all goes all the way back. Yeah. Uh, the last thing, if I meant one, one more second, pa'a kai, salt. Pa'a means to hold fast. Kai is the ocean. But if you put a, an okina between the A and the I, it's pa'a kai. That we would, Ka'i is the supreme, the the one true. So when I hear salt, I hear Pa'aka'i meaning, would we hold fast to the one true supreme? Uh, that's the kind of behind it for me. So we love you guys. Thank you so much for having me be on. That's awesome. Thank you, Kaokia. Now I'm, I'm going to introduce you. I'm going to go from the top left hand Brady Bunch corner with Pastor Bam Lavao. Lavao. And he is, okay, instead of me, because I, I love the story of, of how this came about, but I know you're still on your journey. I'm not sure how much you would want to share. I just don't want to share everything. But right now he's at Hope Chapel uh, in Kona here on the Big Island. Yeah. And it's raining there too in Kona, right, Pastor Bam? Yeah, it, it sure is, <laughs> man. It's been raining here for the last two weeks. <laughs> and you and Helen have been here for how long already? Yes, so I uh, I arrived on the the first week of October. Helen, uh, she's been here for about a year. She's been okay. um, overseeing. She worked for Southwest Airlines, uh, both the Hilo and the Kona uh, stations. Yeah. And Pastor Bam is coming out of uh, New Hope, Las Vegas, with Pastor Kent, and yeah. maybe share a little bit on what's happening in Kona. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I I love what the Lord is doing, and I love that underneath the gift wrappings of 2020 is the true gift that the Lord is, is working in all of us. 
We're stepping out of the box. We're doing church in a, a unique way. And it's causing us pastors to rely more on the Holy Spirit's leading. Yeah. And I love what the Lord is doing in Hope Chapel, Kona. Uh, I came here and I felt the Lord place on my heart that uh, the sons and daughters shall prophesy and old wow. men shall dream dreams. And so I saw a, a multi-generational type of church and outreach to, to impact communities. And so that's that's what we're going with this season. That's what we're, 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 we're casting vision. And we're just encouraging people that, hey, God is not done with you yet, that we're going to start 2020 even stronger because there is a cross-generational a, a, a bunch of believers that are willing to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. And so, yeah, that's what that's what we're, we're trying to accomplish. And I think the Lord is leading us to that direction. Thank you. And we have we have some video footage from your church that we're going to show in a little bit. We're going to show all of you guys gave something. I know, Pastor Charlie, you cooked earlier. <laughs> you know, the only <laughs> thing I wish we could have done, Pastor Charlie, along with the video is have samples. So we might have to do this again <laughs> next year and then do it the same day and have samples or something. Um, hopefully we're not doing it virtually, but, um, but thank you for doing that, Pastor Charlie. And I know for Emma, uh, Pastor Emma, that was for her send-off. And uh, we, we also want to honor her. I'm going to jump to Pastor Mary Jo. And pas Pastor Mary Jo and her husband, Bob, they pastor out in Nina Ole here on the Big Island. And um, why don't you tell us a little bit on what's happening at Faith Center uh, down on that side? Well, we meet at, can you see me? Can you yes, hear me? Let yes, me know. absolutely. We normally meet at the Lapahoy Hoy Library. It's been closed ever since March. So we don't have a place to meet. So we've been going exclusively online. And it's turned into such a blessing because we've got so many people that are coming in to watch and to blessed. And our video will show a little bit of that, hopefully. I just wanted to share with you out of 1 Thessalonians 5:16 it says to rejoice evermore pray without ceasing and everything give thanks this is the will of God Christ Jesus you and you know our country has a story too and we're so blessed to have founding fathers who set a day uh, to say thanks to God and when they did that they were having a hard time they had a very harsh winter and actually half of them died. And so in the midst of that, where they had this harsh winter, they set aside a day to say, thank you God for bringing us through and for all that you've done for us, even in the midst of the, the things that they've gone. So my encouragement for everyone is to remember that this is, this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you to give thanks god even in the midst of pandemic because we know that even in the midst of that that he will work together to bring about his good purpose amen uh, sister bridget yes pastor mary joe love it um yeah we're going to show a video from pastor mary joe and some of her congregants later also pastor sione who's right in the man in the middle um pastor sione with all that has been happening throughout this year I know New Hope Waimea has been doing a phenomenal job too. Uh, you and Margaret, again, not just all of us being family, but God has an assignment for every church. So tell us a little bit about what's happening uh, at New Hope Waimea. You know, first of all, I just want to thank you, everybody. Uh, happy Thanksgiving to the whole um, New Hope Ohana and all the Salt Ohana, you know, the body of Christ. Yeah. 
uh, here in New Hope, Waimea, you know, one of the things that I truly believe right now um, is focusing all our focus in the Lord and in heaven. You know, the Bible tells us to store up your treasures in heaven. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, it's no coincidence. There's a lot of things happening in my own family. Uh, my lost my parents, you know, uh, and so many deaths in the family, but we have the hope that we all look forward to and of course the hope in the Lord Jesus the our our team of people I'm so grateful for because we can't do it without them you know me and my wife Margaret and I can't do it without the team of people who come together and that's salt we all learn from one another and we all work together you know for the community and for the Lord in in New Hope so We've been opening, still, you know, doing church. It's, there's a lot of things we change, you know, that we have to uh, comply with all these uh, laws and things like that. But uh, let me say this to you guys. Church never closed. God is still operating yes, sir. in all of us. We are the church. Yes, so sir. thank you for, 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 you know, you're going to watch our video. and. Yep. Uh, I just want to say hello to everybody and thank you and God bless you guys. Mahalo. Thank you, Pastor Sione. Pastor Charlie. Kahu. Hey. Is that a virtual background or is that your actual background? That is my actual background of my home. Yeah. yeah. You know, my wife, she loves Christmas. Oh my goodness. So she has already started. All you need yeah. is uh, for ornaments is lao lao and just let me know when you put them up. I'm help you. But Pastor Charlie, yeah. you, you guys have been um, doing not just online and, and things like that, but, you know, when you when, when this pandemic hit, everybody is trying to figure out ways to still reach people and, and connect with people. And the love that you have for the community is, is outstanding. Tell me some things that are happening at Halepule Ke Oloho uh, during this season. Well, yeah, so it's been hard for us. Like Pastor Mary Jo, we're at the Kilkar cafeteria. And, of course, they closed it up for um, uh, extra space for social distance in the school. So we don't have an area to, to have services. But we've been reaching people online um, with, our, with our services on Sunday. And then uh, trying to do some stuff with Facebook. But what we've been doing with the community is reaching out to the community, giving uh, – feeding them in some way. Um, I've been sending out letters to our congregants just to keep in touch and making sure that our kupuna and, and our families are doing okay. And if they needed anything, they're welcome to call the church for any help that we could help them with within the pandemic. So it's been a struggle, but you know what, as as Kahusioni uh, said, God is still in control of all things and church never closes up. Awesome. Awesome. Love it. Thank you guys for all that you do. I know in, in Waikoloa, Pastor Rick, Pastor Lori, you guys are out there um, doing everything possible. And I am amazed at how you guys are able to do what you do uh, during this time. And when you, first, when you went into the new building, and it's almost like right when you got in there, you had to make some changes, adjustments, you had to change. And then finally, when things got done... You had to redo things again. And then finally, when things got done, you had to redo things again. And then finally, when things were finalized, the pandemic hit. And then you guys had to rethink how to get things done. Like, tell me what I, I, can't, I can't imagine 
and, and it almost seems like God chose the perfect people to be in New Hope Waikoloa because my head would have exploded by now. I am amazed at how you guys are doing what you're doing. So tell us what's happening at New Hope Waikoloa besides, uh, you know, freaking out. <laughs> Personally, I just want to say uh, we we want to wish everybody there up there watching the South Conference a happy Thanksgiving uh, from both of us and from the entire team at New Hope Waikoloa. But uh, yeah, to your point, Mr. Sheldon, yeah. um, my head does blow up off screen. So you know, <laughs> you know, when this this whole pandemic hit, like all of us, we had to switch and become. Uh, we had to learn how to do church differently. Virtual yeah. church was a, a new uh, way of doing it, and. Mm-hmm. And I still haven't learned that. And you can tell because my uh, virtual background is my uh, garage. So I haven't figured out how to do that well. <laughs> I was going to say, I was going to say, you didn't, you didn't want to show your, your beautiful fireplace and the, the gold goblets or whatever. I don't know what they're called, golden things. And so you put a fake background to look humble, but it's, it's the real thing. It's awesome. My background is the actual church. That's what it is. So. So how are you guys I, I transitioning? That, how are you guys dealing with everything and even the people? You know, what, what the Lord has done for us in this time, and we, we reopened when we were allowed to for the ordinances and so forth. We've been following all those those guidelines and different things and just making church available. We've been having to do a little bit more work because we have a small building, so we've had to do more services to be compliant. Hmm. But the, what I love about this season is it causes us to relook how we do church. And, and secondly, it's also brought about partnerships with probably organizations that we probably wouldn't have done so before. So we've, we've partnered with different groups like YWAM and um, Diverse Praise and different programs of people who are out there already. So we've been really going outside the church walls. Uh, and I believe that's what God has kind of called us to do. We've been feeding the, the kapunas of the village. We feed over... A uh, hundred of them right now every week. Uh, wow. We also do a, a lot of different outreaches. So it's caused us to really go out through past the walls of our church. Yeah. Amen. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I know I, we just went through a, a good season together online with the class that we went through for five weeks. And um, I am so proud of not just the both of you and your church, but all of our churches that continue to do our part in the kingdom of God because his kingdom is in us and the only way the kingdom comes into the world is if we start living it out with people and uh speaking about living it out in the world and being like in distant places pastor jaywin is in puna puna pastor jaywin you grew up in different i mean i don't even know how to say this but you're the perfect guy for puna you you are <laughs> Yeah, you are because and if you guys ever want to watch his story, in fact, he spoke at our Foursquare convention a couple of years ago. Was it two years, Pastor Jaywin? How many years? Was it two years? Last year. Last year. Oh, we skipped this year, right? So, um, if you want to hear yeah. his story, you can go onto our Foursquare website, foursquare.org, and then look for the uh, videos. But uh, what's happening out there in Pune, Pastor Jaywin? Because you are you you guys are physically meeting, right? We we are physically meeting. Pastor okay. Shaw, do you remember that last time they was emphasizing Kuna on Salt Conference? But that's so awkward. What what up? What, what I don't I don't remember that. I, I refuse to remember that time. I have no idea. <laughs> when something I'm is not, done, I'm I not move on. It up. I'm not bringing it up. I'm not bringing it up. Okay. <laughs> well, that's right. That's right. Yeah. If they want to know. 
things yeah, things things are going really good in um in Puna. You know, we we've been we've been meeting. We never stop meeting because um I I gonna get in trouble I think if if we uh, if we stop meeting. You right, know? right, right. Nah, it's 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 <laughs> nah, it's really it's really one blessing. You know, we out there and and we really want super duper duper small church and and it's just like family yeah you know and it's like um really really close and we just been keeping tight and checking on each other and and we've been doing a lot of small groups and a lot of small bible studies and house groups and things like that so it's really given us a really good perspective of of an axe church you know and and mm. it's been um it's really been a blessing i'm still seeing people grow i'm seeing people still come to Jesus and we still are doing um we still are doing online and sometimes you know it can be um disheartening as a pastor and I, I believe all pastors can can agree although we always say that we don't care about the numbers and the amount of people you know we get one heart for people and we want to see a lot of people and we want to see a lot of people come to the Lord and sometimes it can be really discouraging you know one one Sunday you get 400 viewers and another Sunday, you know, you get 60 or 20 or <laughs> four, you know, and you're checking like, is this internet working or what, you know? And, then, yeah. and, and it's, and it's real, but I was, uh, I was driving and I said, man, Lord, I, I keep saying that, you know, you would bring who you would bring and, you know, I would be faithful with that. But the Lord gave me one, uh, one, one picture of his, of his character was the way he has dealt with Israel. Israel is such a small, little uh part on the map i mean super small you know and and through israel the the whole world is blessed and he says you know i've i've been using little new hope Puna to reach people around the world you know for for many years it's not only uh me as the pastor but we're celebrating 30 years this wow. sunday new wow. hope Puna. wow and, congratulations and man just looking at just looking at pictures and the people that uh, New Hope Puna has reached from Pastor Alex and so forth, and yeah. and um, I think Little New Hope Puna has reached people around the world, and yep. so have the rest of the New Hope churches yes. and the Four Square churches. And God's vision is so much bigger than our our little vision of a hundred people in service or whatever the case is. You yep. know, I think it's it's astronomical yes, the way sir. He does things. You know, and I always I always believe this that it's not it's. The size of the church is not an issue at all. It's the size of the head of the church that is the issue. And that's Jesus. Amen. So he, right. he does phenomenal things through the people. So if you're watching and you're wondering, Amen. you know, I, I, I'm, I'm just waiting for church to reopen. You just heard the stories of all of these different churches doing whatever needs to be done for the cause of the, the king. We do what we do because of the one we serve. And I wanted to show you the videos of all of our different churches. And so for uh, our pastors here on Zoom, thank you guys for joining. I'm going to quit Zoom in just a bit. So if you want to continue, stay online for our church online and you can watch the rest. But uh, what I wanted to do is just give you an idea of what's happening in depth with all of our churches here on the Big Island. Go check it out. Let's see. I'm Pastor Mary Jo from Island Faith Center in Papaloa, Lapohoihoi. Two little towns of about 500 people each. Our congregation is very small. For years, one of the gals in our congregation, as well as separately one of the guys, had been encouraging me to post videos of our sermons online. They both thought that the messages were very good and that it would be great if more people could be blessed by hearing them. 
So last year, I started videoing the sermons, but I was too afraid to post them for fear that I would look stupid. Yeah, I know, it's not about me. Anyway, middle of March in Hawaii, the lockdown was imposed. In-person gatherings were limited, and the facility that we rent was no longer available for rentals. We were forced to go online. My fear of looking stupid was overshadowed by my heart for the people and we began online services. When we did, our attendance exploded, increasing 5,000%. Online, we're reaching and getting reactions and comments from people all over the world, all across Hawaii, many states in mainland US, Australia, Micronesia, Philippines, France, England, Africa, just to name a few. I'm connecting with people who I knew from back in high school or from Eugene. Also, I'm reaching people that I've never met. We're touching people who don't normally attend church. Truly, God knows how to build his church and to cause his word to accomplish his purpose. He even uses the trials of our life, like this pandemic, to accomplish his purpose and to move us closer to his will. What I could not do because I was too afraid, God did in an amazing way. You know, one of our people, our drummer, was stuck back in New York at the beginning of the pandemic. He's back now. Let's listen to Joe's experience. Glad to be back. So tell me about it. When you were in New York, you said that you were able to watch our broadcast? Yes, I've been watching. I'd watch it on my computer, and then we'd have dinner at 7 o'clock, my, uh, my son-in-law and my, my daughter, and first thing they asked, you know, well, what did Mayor Joe have to say? And we started discussing the whole thing. I tried to remember what you were saying. Some of these sermons were outstanding. And we discussed it over the uh, the week dinner time. Well, that's yeah, I mean, but they look forward to it, talking about it. They weren't doing it. That's great. So these are people that we would never have touched through Island Faith Center if this COVID-19 hadn't happened and um, going online and uh, you being over there in New York. Stop. It was a lot of fun uh, talking about your sermons. <laughs> so, uh, we look forward to it all the time. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I wish we were here so we can play a little drums and get a little bit more uh, entertainment. Yeah, but we've missed you and your drums, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, still there, where did you go? As soon as you want to get started with the next, uh, the next phase of this. Yeah, I, I miss this. I miss this socializing. I'm doing this every Sunday, and especially coming over here on Wednesday. We make music. I mean, this is something I look forward to. I can just jump on dying and play some more drums. Then I reconnected with my classmate, Rochelle, from Texas. Hi, I'm going to read a message from Rochelle, one of Mary Jo's high school classmates from Grants Pass, Oregon. She writes, Mary Jo is a high school classmate. I found her post about Island Face Center on Facebook. I love listening to her enthusiastic and sincere messages about the gospel and its relationship to life events, future and past. Her sermons are easy to apply to what I'm going through at this particular point in time. God is speaking to me through Mary Jo. I can always take away something from her sermons, even from only a certain word. I love the music and the ability to worship from the privacy of my home. I hope she continues streaming once interactions go back to normal. I find her messages to be educational, comforting, and inspirational, and I love her passion for the Lord. 
Jennifer from California was so excited one Wednesday when she saw that her friend Rosalind Davis was watching our broadcast all the way from Bournemouth, England. The ministry is reaching across continents. Jennifer writes, It's so hard to condense what God has been doing in me. The blessings hedging me on to follow Jesus, to overcome self, and to bask in God's light where there is eternal love are what flow from Island Faith Center. When I learned Pastor Mary Jo would be live from Hawaii, I had reservations. What would it be like looking at a screen instead of a personal gathering? We thought the pandemic would be over by the end of March. It's now November and no end in sight. I live in a canyon up the cliffs from the lighthouse in Southern California. Isolation was coming from not having a church home. Then Pastor Mary Jo's sermon on Jonah. I quote, you can't hide from God. Don't flee from the presence of the Lord. Let mercy come, not consequences. Rebuke the storm. As Jonah hid on the stranger's boat, his chosen behavior, his sin, affected and impacted others' lives. Now I was taking notes, Jennifer writes. God has to get me back on track. I can't blame anyone else. I'm the cause of my own storm. God protects me with his circumstances to bring me back to do his will. Jonah needed to be saved from himself. I need to change. I have a choice. Make the right choice. Don't let it push me away from God. God is faithful. The Holy Spirit, the hound of heaven, will order circumstances and give his grace to rescue me from myself. Needless to say, praise and worship emanated from my spirit and a new song I sing unto the Lord our Savior. Praise God. Another one of our local members, Wendy Smith, writes, I have been blessed enormously by Island Faith Center's online church services. Knowing that I am not alone has been an encouragement to me. The fact that despite the pandemic, we folks can be gathered together in God's presence via the internet is so very special. It's both a privilege and a joy to join with other believers far and near. One last testimony from Madeline in Micronesia. Hello from the island of Bon Bay, Micronesia, of Assam. My name is Madeline Rail. I got to know Pastor Mary Jo through Cleansing Streams Ministry through New Hope Fellowship. Hilo. When she left New Hope to Island Faith Center, I followed her. She had an impact on me, but that I searched for her on Facebook and found her and befriended her. What is God doing in me through Island Faith Center? Well, to be honest, I have been selfish and living in sin. I've been searching for God, and she shared Ezekiel 36:26, And I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you. I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. This really hit me. She shared it in such a vivid, clear way. I thank God for the Holy Spirit for helping me understand. I would ask her to pray for me, and she would. My prayers were answered, and it made me question God. Why would he help me or answer my prayers after being selfish and disobedient? I cannot fathom God's love for me. I may never understand but he, he is in control. 
Despite the time difference between Bombay and Hilo, I made it an effort to do church with Pastor Mary Jo. Pastor Mary Jo has helped me understand the Bible more and my perspective on life. It also helped me with my relationship with God and with others. I got so encouraged by Island Faith Center that my friend Darlene and I would meet two times in a month and pray for each other and fellowship together. We also pray for others and try to help out people in need. The Holy Spirit has been doing wonders in my life because of Island Faith Center. Praise God. We are so thankful for all that God is doing. And yes, we miss that personal touch of in-person gatherings. But in it all, God is magnified. And we are seeing with our own eyes that it is true what Paul said in Philippians. The word of God is not bound. And the things which have happened to us have turned out for the furtherance of the gospel. In this season of being locked down, initially it was very difficult for me to adjust to viewing church online and, uh, and you know, that's, that's the way it is. Uh, I've watched church online before when I'm out of town or children is sick or things of that nature, but that was by choice, not because I was forced to be home. But what God did for me was he brought the mirror right in front of my face. And he said, and he showed me, and he told me that you need to strengthen your home church. And for this, you know, for most of my life, I just felt that my home church was a church I attended and I was a member of. And he quickly uh, told me that no, your home church is it starts in your kitchen, in your living room, the relationships with your spouse and your children, and not that they were bad um, before lockdown, but we there's areas to improve. And so uh, me and my wife were able to share the, our devotions together more, spend a lot more time together. I had a lot more time with my children. Um, and, you know, what he revealed again was that as you strengthen your home church, then you can go out into the world and reach people for him. Hello, um, are you guys on? What is this? Is this a gallery view or speaker view? Look at Rob. Rob is always on blank. I've never seen his face. Where is Chuck? I can't. Oh, there's Rob. Oh, there's Rob. Here, you're muted. Hello, Chuck. We can't hear you. Chuck. Hello. I'm here. Chuck Adams. Chuck, are those all your guitars? Wait, you guys see your guitars? I love your hat. Chuck, can I see your hat? It's computer. You guys are killing me. The Zoom meeting should not always have to start this way, but it does, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, we need to hurry up. I gotta get back to work. Okay, 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 okay. Hey, sorry for the last minute meeting, but Pastor Sheldon got a hold of me and all the churches are doing this video for the SALT conference coming up. And it's really about what we've been doing at a church during the pandemic or during this time this year. And uh, I thought I'd call you guys in to help me with some ideas about what it is, because you guys, without you, gosh, what could we have done? But so let's start off real quickly here. Um, I know it needs to be short because we don't want to take all day on this, but Nolene, can you kind of tell us what some things about worship maybe that we've been doing? 
Yeah, so of course we didn't miss a beat. We, we continued with um, live stream um, service on Sunday. And you know how we love to worship and we get, and we look really serious, but you got to see the bloopers beforehand. And then worship nights, right? <laughs> yes. What about worship okay, nights? So, <laughs> yeah. So we also um, we had worship nights, and we it's where it was live streamed Wednesday nights for an hour in somebody's home, outside of somebody's home, and then we had people come in and join us, people from our own worship team. It was an amazing time of connecting with others out there, and so yeah, it was an awesome time of just being together and just being able to worship the Lord. You know, that brings up the point. We went from before COVID, how we did church, to doing virtual church. It was a big shift, and a lot of that had to shift, even with our worship. When the church was closed, we did worship nights, we did prayer nights, everything online. Crazy Zoom world, if you will. But, Rob, you did some things in the community. Um, Want to talk about those? Yeah, I mean, Lynn and Leakey, they started up a Kupuna Care and got meals out to a ton of uh, elderly people in the community that were locked up during COVID and we continue to feed the homeless down in Kona and we helped actually set up a home place temporary housing for some of the older homeless people so that they could stay secluded from other people during COVID so that was pretty awesome so good so good yeah and then um Pastor Chuck gosh I know that we've been doing a lot of other things and you were involved with a few of these I think it was Baptist you want to talk about that yeah, even with everything being shut down at times, COVID just interrupting some of these things, people still were making um, decisions to Amen. Christ, and we were being able to baptize them in the in the Pacific, and and just we baptized about twelve people this year. We also had um, Easter canceled, is what happened. Well, Easter didn't cancel; just Easter at our church, <laughs> and there was a hundred eggs that we had to um plastic eggs that we had to make decisions for filled with candy and and we took care of about a hundred families out in the white community made sure the children who had none were able to have some from our church yeah that was you know like you said um the easter event was canceled but you know jesus rose from the dead no matter what we celebrate that every day and we made it possible for families to be able to do a easter egg hunt in their homes and not make the plastic eggs go to waste and so forth but um, we gotta also, we gotta get moving because pastor sheldon gave us a time limit we're oh, at four minutes. Man. <laughs> yeah okay so hey pastor jerry tell us about the youth and young adults yeah so even in this covid we still felt the need to take care of our young people so our young adults actually started uh, in July, and they they have a blast. They meet every Tuesday night, um, sometimes at our church. Sometimes they'll go down to the beach, and they just love fellowshipping, worshiping, having a meal, just getting together. And then our youth ministry, we actually partnered with YWAM, and six of the YWAM ships people came and 
um, yeah. started a youth alpha course at our church and it's an eight week course. We are, we just finished a, um, the Holy Spirit weekend part of the course and it was amazing. We've had over 25 youth show up. It's been, it's been awesome. So <coughs> yeah, we're doing that and we have about three more weeks to finish that course off. Yeah, so good. Holy Spirit Encounters this past week was amazing. And, and Pastor Lori, I know you had a few things, a bunch of things going on this year. Can you share a little bit? Yeah, so the whole pandemic thing, you know, really shifted a lot of our thinking. And I, I, I know that all of you guys feel the same. And for me, it became an inner healing journey. And so from that, it was kind of the springboard for me to take other people in that journey. And so we did a Healing Hearts virtual conference we had um, over 50 participants from all over the place, all over the island. We even had some people tap in from other islands. Um, and then we just kind of led people through some inner healing things. Um, also partnering with Deeper Still, which is a healing for people who have been abortion wounded. Um, you know, my own personal story was I, I didn't want to come out of this season the same. And it's been really um, a blessing to see others feeling the same that they wanted to press in and know Jesus even deeper and let God do some work on them and amen yeah we've done so much and I, I just uh, I think that the Lord is doing so many great things right now in this season but um, with all that being said I do appreciate everything you guys have done and tomorrow is Thanksgiving enjoy it with your family we're going to use some of this information to hopefully share with the SALT conference with, with Pastor Sheldon there. Uh, and to all of you out there watching this at front of the SALT conference, we want to wish you a happy, happy Thanksgiving. 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 Happy Take care Thanksgiving. from the old white Thanksgiving. Chuck, you're muted. Aloha. Chuck, you're muted. Bye. Say <laughs>
to Hope Chapel since um, I was, I believe, seventh grade. Um, I had come here throughout high school. I graduated and I went off to college. Um, and then I moved to the, I was living in the mainland and um, finally came home. So I'm back here at Hope Chapel going on. Oh, my name is Kenny. Uh, I've been coming to Hope Chapel for three and a half years. I was sent here from my friend Neeson and I got close with his family. I knew the pastors Danny and Jacob very well. But this church, and I just love this church. Such a blessing to be here. We chose uh, Hope Chapel Corner because it's a continuation of Square and Chief Chapel that I've been involved with since the 80s. And um, I'm absolutely thrilled and refreshed to be here. Because of her. I came to church to find her. So, why did we choose to come to Hope Chapel Kona? I would really say that the Lord chose for us to come to Hope Chapel Kona. We're relatively uh, new from the mainland. We've only been here for a couple of months. Uh, we've been a part of Foursquare for a long time. And uh, we didn't even know what the local Foursquare church was here in Kona. And so we had Kimmy meet with a friend and the friend said, I know some people you need to meet. If you used to be Foursquare pastors, they probably would come to your church. And we visited at, at uh, Kimmy's house and now we're a part. Hope Chapel Kona. Yes. I love Hope Chapel because it's a spirit-filled church. They believe in the gifts of the Holy Spirit. They believe in miracles. I'm a walking miracle. I would I was diagnosed with stage four cancer five years ago, and this church nursed me back to health. I had four surgeries and I am cancer free. Praise Jesus. Hi, my name is Sayla, and this is my second time coming to Hope Chapel Kona. And one of the things I love most about this church is the Ohana style and how loving and um, very friendly everyone is. Also, you can just tangibly feel the Lord's presence here, and it's just an amazing community to be a part of. Wow, what a beautiful story with all of our churches and there is also another church, and I talked about them earlier, New Hope, New Life with Pastor Donnie. Today, they were feeding people. Now, I asked Pastor Donnie to send me some clips. And um, so under, under the short amount of time that we had, I just threw it in the video program, and uh, we're going to play it for you. The problem is, I think I flipped the video. So I, I, I contemplated and I thought, should we show it? It's not going to, it's going to be sideways. So either you're going to have to lie down or turn your TV sideways. Something's going to have to happen. Um, but I thought the content is so much more important than the quality of the video of it being sideways. Just lie down a little bit. Or if you're lying down, it's going to be perfect for you. Or just rip the TV off of your wall and turn it. But Hopefully, hopefully it, it plays correctly. But we wanted to show you what was happening in downtown Hilo today. Let's watch Pastor Donnie. Hey, this is this is Pastor Donnie with well, New Life Church, and we are just here, just amazing. We're just sharing the love. We got a bunch of brothers over here. Uh, we got we got Uncle Mitch over here. Hello, everybody. And uh, we're getting ready to to serve our our family here. So uh, hang around. We got. We got a bunch of tarps. It is pouring here, as you can see. 
But this didn't stop Jesus, and Jesus was able to walk on water. So, so we've got juices and we've got things here. Uh, we're also giving out jackets and and uh, these are tarps here with blankets wrapped up inside. We have uh, waters. Uh, we're ready to go, and it's just a privilege and an honor to be sharing uh, God's love with with uh, these amazing people. Have a great great day. And Father, we just lift up this this entire thing to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father. Amen. We just thank you. Thank you for, for blessing uh, us and blessing them and, and for the amazing uh, blessing of water that's coming down. So, again, we thank you. This is our first stop of, of a couple here in downtown Hilo. God bless you and aloha. Oh, okay. So, we are so blessed to be here. And um, doing the Lord's work, and God bless you. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. God bless. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. God. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. All right. All right. Let me ask you a question real quick. I wanted to ask you uh, on this on this Thanksgiving, what are you what are you grateful and thankful for? Uh, one is my ohana, one is my ohana. Um, the blessings you get every day, even the ua is a blessing. Yeah. So you know you just gotta be happy with it. And then seeing people smile when you give them food, blankets, tarps, those things, type of things. Most important part of our day, yeah. So, thank you, Carl. Appreciate it. You want to see it? Say aloha to somebody? Well, no, sure. Okay. Love everybody. Oh yeah. Okay. Aloha. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Aloha. Happy Thanksgiving, Pastor Donnie, and you hope new life. Um, man, I, I am so thankful that we get to be the church. That we continuously do everything possible to reach out to people and that was happening about that was just earlier today about two hours ago so thank you pastor donnie and, and doing that you know and we hear of the different stories that take place we here at our church we have um, a story from one of our children that grew up here at the church and he's going to share his story uh, and and the reason why i wanted to preface it a little bit is because i wanted to say thank you to one of our uh, staff members or she's been on staff for a long time and she retired a couple years ago, uh, Pam Thomas. And Pam Thomas has been uh, one of those people, her and her family, that was here at this church uh, from almost the very beginning. I, I would say pretty much from the beginning. But they were able to follow the voice of God, follow his lead. And one of her children, Kuhil Thomas, is going to share uh, his testimony in, in what God was doing in his life and as he shares, you know, he, he comes from the perspective of here, here's where I, here's where I, this is where I came from. I came from this point of my life, and then God brought me here. His dad passed away about 17 years ago, uh, but he continued to walk the journey uh, as best as possible. But then he fell into drugs and alcohol and, and even attempted suicide. And then he attended uh, Teen and Adult Challenge. And we're going to have some more of that information. But we're also going to put the entire audio on our YouTube channel so that you can hear 
the entire interview. I'm sorry that we couldn't get the whole conversation uh, tonight, but we, we got ma the majority of the conversation. And it's all about serving and learning together and the story that God tells through every single person's life. Your life matters, your life has value, and you also have a story, even though you may feel like you're in the valley. Read Psalms chapter 23. Because even though we're in the shadow of death, or in that valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, and here's why. Because he is with me. Let's listen in on this conversation that I had with Kuhio. What does that mean to you to know that your mom has been praying all those years? It's a great example of a prayer warrior. One, two, that, you know, prayer works. Um, I love her to death. I mean, that's like my example to follow in any situation to never give up. And she's told me multiple times, people told me this, people um, advised me to not let you come back, to do this and do right. that. But <laughs> she, she loves us, you know, and so I never realized how much um, shame I brought to her. Mm. And, and it's not in a, in a bad way, but in, we grew up in church, so it's like, oh, you know, she's on staff and her son's sons <laughs> uh, gotta make that plural <laughs> sons, her, her family's falling Not apart just... you know so it's like oh what am i doing wrong you know she's like what did i do wrong raising you guys i said you did everything right it was wow. our choice to to do what we did you know yeah and um i i never realized even you know she just told me uh shoot a few months ago when i did the sermon that i shared with you um that she was proud of me and oh, i just broke down I didn't realize how much I longed to hear that from her because I let her down for so long. She didn't trust me. She still, she still locked her door with Julie. You know what I mean? Like, oh, mom. But um, I can see that she's finally seeing fruit um, and opening up. And that it, uh, just made me feel so good. I, as a son, I didn't realize that I longed to hear that from my mom. Um, after all the craziness I put her through. She had just those simple words. And I was just like, oh, mom, thank you so much. I, I love you. All I want is your approval in what I do. What do, you think, what do you think your dad would be saying? He's happy. He's happy. Um, I've, I've been in prayer crying. and um, It's funny because like, like, it was like, a, I don't know, it's like in a mental vision I'm praying and God's like, you know, no worry. And then he's like looking down at me and then he had his arm like this and he turned around and my, and he was, and my dad was like arm in arm looking down at me and he said, don't worry, I'm, I'm proud of you, son. I see you. Because I think there's a Mercy Me song. Um, it talks about I, I wish you could see all the things that I've become you know and that's my biggest regret and that's where my biggest pride now is to give mom a good life um, my dad never got to see me sober never got to see his son um, being the man of God that he's always wanted him to be you know but now it's just now it's take care of mom give back as much as I can so I you know, she gets scolded she go in the yard <laughs> she gets mad she's like I gotta do something I was like no stay in the house watch TV <laughs> you know I, like, I wanna spoil her and, and take yeah. care of her as much as I can because that's all I got left you know and that's the only way I can pay back and to, to live a, a good life and um, keep her happy you know that's, that's what, made, what made you change I mean you were give us a little backstory of you being on the street and just the oh being on the streets was It started out trying to fill a void in my life that I was empty. I was in a marriage that I didn't feel I was getting what I deserved or what I wanted. So I was like, okay, you think I'm bad because of... I didn't realize the power of words. The things I was saying was affecting this person.
person. So I was like, well, I'm going to show you how bad I can be. So I just dove right into um, addiction again after being clean for a couple of years from alcohol, drugs, and stuff like that. And uh, it just snowballed. It snowballed out of, out of control to the point. I was, I'd go hang with the homeless because they like to drink all day. And I was a drinker. So I was like, it's 6 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, yeah, let's go. And the homeless guys were like, yeah. You know, so I was all stoked to, to be able to uh, hang out with them. But then I, I formed relationships, and I ended up um, choosing to be there instead of at home because there was no responsibility. I didn't have to come home and face mom. Um, the wife was already gone from for five or six months. And so I um, I just dove in and hung out with them. But I I didn't fit in. And they, they all told me that too. It's like, but you don't belong here. I was I was like um, a baby deer. I was prime, prime um, bait for all of them because I was so naive to the homeless lifestyle where it's complete cutthroat. I mean, I'm trusting, giving, I'm giving all my stuff away, and everybody's just taking everything. Um, they robbed me blind. Um, it was just weird, but my, my role there was like the protector. I was the good homeless guy, the good I said, you know, that uh, I watched, which I, which I, you know, I never stole from nobody. I never, I wasn't that kind of addict. I had still had some little bit of morals and standards, um, but I would like, stay up all night because I cannot sleep because I'm high but <laughs> kind of just watch and protect everybody so the other people that would come to rob they knew I was there and they didn't like me so they targeted me and I got came out with um, batons police batons samurai sword um, wolverine the claws yeah. the big huge claws like people trying to stab me shoot me all kinds of stuff because I was there I didn't do anything I never fought nobody I got attacked a bunch of times but it was the Holy Spirit in me now that I, I realized that that seed that was planted, even though I wasn't living a godly life, the spirits were just clashing big time. And I've never felt so alone and so distant from from everything. I don't know if you have an exact, like, this was the turnaround. Um, I, don't, I think it was a combination of things. I knew I needed help, but once I went there, I just felt, felt the love, felt the compassion felt um, the Holy Spirit and I knew I just knew and there was something inside of me that knew that I thought oh, man that's the farthest I took it I could have lost my life and I'm not going nowhere I know there's more for me in life than this I'm just being a, right just being lazy selfish and not caring you know yeah and so um, well now well if you look at what you're doing today of course now you can see there's a there's such a you know salt we call it salt serving uh -huh. and learning together uh -huh. there was a lot of learning right yeah. that you've been through and there are people in your life to help you right get to where you are today mm -hmm. that togetherness and the bible says that we are salt to the earth we add flavor to the earth yes. you're doing that right now what is that right now that now you're on the other side you've been through all of this and now you're adding flavor uh -huh. to other people it's rewarding to say yeah. the least you know it, it makes me realize how important relationships are um, with everybody I can remember random people that I knew coming and seeing me and it's like oh bro like yeah. you know like buy you food but it was the I still remember their love so now it's um loving on everybody yeah. I, I was so judgmental before on, on the homeless on the drug addicts but I'd say 99.9% .9 of the people I met all were brokenhearted. 
there's no coping skills. Nobody knows how to deal with anything in life. Um, I mean, not everybody, but a lot of people. Yeah, you know, yeah, some you're people, right. they got great support system, families and things like that. But for those that don't, well, it just drives them out of control, you know. So now being able to give back and help, um, it's, it's, it's good and it's a lot more taxing um, than I, that because we love so much and you want so yeah. much for everybody, you realize how great the need is. And it's, 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 man, it hurts sometimes because there's so many lost people, so many broken families and broken souls. And um, there's so much work to be done. And at times, you know, you, we only can do so much, you know. Um, yeah. And we're led by the Spirit to do what we got to do. But um, it's sad. It's sad to see how the enemy just has so much the lies that he tells people and that people believe, you know. And I was there too, and I believed all those lies. Right. So sometimes you just want to shake them and be like, man, it's a lie. God's got something so good for you. You just got to go through the process, you know, and allow um, him to pull things out of you and, and, and um, just trust, just trust in him and be still. You know, a lot of times we want to fix things as men. We, want, we break things, so we want to fix it. Um, but we, we cannot. We cannot fix it without the instruction book, and the instruction book is, is God's word, and the Holy Spirit is our director helping us fix things, you know, because... I tried and I tried and I tried and I dropped and failed every single time, you know. So now I'm like, oh God, you put them back together. <laughs> you know? he, he, he can do a much better yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. What would be your hope to someone who doesn't feel like they they feel alone? Uh -huh. uh, maybe people who even attend church. You've attended church. You mm -hmm. grew up in church. Mm -hmm. That the, that that feel of serving and learning together is not necessarily only in the church building. Yeah. What does it mean to you, and what would you, what kind of hope would you give to someone that, to see that there are people that surround you, but it has to be, it's done together. Um, keep pushing in. Nothing comes easy in life. You gotta work for everything: your job, your marriage, your relationships, um, and your walk with God. It takes dedication, it takes persistence, and it takes um, being open. You know, so to continue to push into whatever you're doing give it give it your all you have nothing to lose and everything to gain and also as as for men to reach out to other men our society teaches us to be you know don't cry and be tough and hold it in man if if jesus needed the 12 and his close three how much more do we need one another to depend on and to lean on you know um to break that mold you know because um you're worth it your kids are worth it wife is worth it your family is worth it um and it's so freeing i love not having to look over my shoulder i love um i have no f not, i wouldn't say i have no fear but i have no i don't even worry about nothing in life everything is is good anything comes my way i know god will take care of it and it doesn't make me lazy to where i'm just gonna depend on god i still gotta do my work and do my things that i need to do but I know he'll. I know it'll come through. You know, might be to the last day, last minute, whatever. So, um, yeah, to continue, continue pushing, continue going to church, continue um, in your word, in your devotions. It's a muscle that needs to be worked out, mm. and it's the extra that you do is where you get the gain. So it's 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 the integrity and doing things when nobody's looking. That's that counts. What counts the most is your quiet time with God. He knows. What would you tell someone if they said, "I want to"? 
I, I want to be a part of Teen Challenge, Teen Adult Challenge, right? Mm-hmm. It's both. Yeah, Adult and Teen, yeah. Uh, how, would, how would they even begin that? Who do they contact? What, what do they do? Um, they can talk, contact me at the center. So we have a website, Adult and Teen Challenge of the Hawaiian Islands. What um, is it, do you know what the website um, address is? I don't, I don't write off. Okay, right we'll, put on the, we'll put it on, okay. the, on the thing. Okay. And then there's a small process. There's an application that they need to fill out. Some medical blood work that needs to get done. You got to get kind of ID, get some certain things lined up. And it's all those things because it takes a process. So it's not just a lot of people just want to react. Oh, they come in and they come in and they're like, oh, I'm out of here. You know, so it, it takes a couple weeks to get the ball rolling so that you continue to put work into what you're about to do. So it's you got worth time. It. Yeah, you got time to think about it, to chew on it. You got time to battle with the devil because the day I went in was a big scrap. Like, dude, my wife, my mom, I, I didn't go. I came this close to not going. I had to get bribed to go with a beer and <laughs> some cigarettes. <laughs> but, but it worked, you know what I mean? I was like, oh, I'm going to go and eat one, one last. You know, and a lot yeah. of people are like that. They smoke their last cigarette right there in the parking lot right. and then throw it down. Um, but yeah, come in and fill that out. We have a women's home in Nanavale as well. We also have, a, if you're not from this island and from another island, we have a Maui induction center. Um, and then we have a second phase, which is a Christian life school on Oahu. So they do three to six months here on the Big Island induction, which is teaching structure for those who don't have a relationship with Christ to get them to know Christ. Basic, um, wake up, brush your teeth, read your Bible, um, pray. They have chores. They have work duties that they need to do throughout the day um, so that when they go to Oahu, they're a little bit structured and given a little bit more freedom there. So here the leash is really tight. There you got a little bit more room to run. Because you're about to enter into the new into the world, and what are you gonna do? Are you gonna apply the tools that you've gained over these last few months, or you're just gonna run right back to what's familiar? Yeah. So it's really having to reboot your mind, and it's only through Christ. You know, it's having we have the freedom of choice. That is our biggest and most powerful tool, because I think the devil gets too much credit for, oh, the devil's putting these thoughts in my mind. He might have somebody have walked by. You choose to think about whatever walked by and continue to dwell on it. So it's your choice to, I don't, I don't like to say, oh, devil, I rebuke you out of my mind. I, get, I choose devil to not think about. So then I take responsibility for my thought process and not giving him dominion over it, you know what I mean, or any power over it because he don't deserve nothing. He's a scrub. And he, he doesn't have power. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't it's have zero. power. Yeah. yeah. But, um, Except for the, what we give him, you know. Yeah, that's, you're that's, right. That's the thing, you know. We he ex- only feeds off of that. Yeah. Um, the, my devotion with the men this morning, I was like, man, we got to stop being so easy for the devil. You know, we're like, when you go to someone's house and a dog runs up and it wants to pet, they just roll over and you scratch your stomach. You know? <laughs> That's how we're for the devil to sing. We just roll over and just like use me. You know what I mean? Right. We just we have no fight in us at times, and it's sickening and it's sad because I see it in myself at times. It's like, I'm so loose to the, the enemy. You know what I mean? Come on, right. like, it's a good have advice. a backbone, have a some be firm. You know, and be like, no, I don't like just resist. You know what I mean? Just learn. That's exactly what the Bible says. Yeah, right? you, you gotta. You gotta resist. You gotta resist them. Kind of, yeah. Kind of just give in. We're easy targets for him at times. You know, we're too passive as men, and I think as Christians as well that we're only on the defense, but we're never on the offense. We're always just praying against. Oh, keep me safe, keep me healthy. But we gotta come and use the power that's given to us in the Holy Spirit because it says that, we, you know, we're given all the things that He could do and then and more. You know what I mean? But we need to step into that, you know, through faith and through Him and the Holy Spirit and. Pray for the sick and heal the sick and set people free and break chains and, and strongholds in people's lives. You know, that's what it's about, not just 
clean and safe and well protect us and you know make sure we're good and uh uh-uh. we'll face them head on take back the sword from the dead like from like david goliath. did from goliath Absolutely. and take it and use it to kill the enemy you know yep. use his own weapon against him yeah. and so that's what we try to do with the challenge is using us knuckleheads us yeah. guys that was just like the disciples a lot of them were just castaways you know and um drunkards and whatnot and we're going back into the world and using what the devil used to try to use to destroy us and doing battle and creating disciples and sending them out and multiplying and multiplying and multiplying it's good and going to war times is short nowadays yeah. you know what i mean and, and everybody's worth it that's the thing they're worth they, they need to know their worth um how much they're loved and how much they can impact other people you know yeah. um and that's what it is We want to say thank you to Kuhio, Thomas, uh, Pam, Thomas for praying for your your family. But um, just the time that we got to share tonight with you is so refreshing because we're entering into the holiday seasons and you're going to have family members, friends. You might be going through a difficult time. We wanted to give you that hope that you may feel like you're in complete darkness a heavy burden on you that's what salt is all about it's serving and learning together know that you have a church community around you know that you have people that are around you and if you need help if you need to reach out let us know Uh, if you're actually on any of the platforms uh, there are the links that you can click on if not just email us and you can email ask ASK at newhopehilo.org. We also have a prayer line if you go to our app or our online uh, website. There's a place where you can click on for prayer requests, as well as if you're on our church online right now, you can click, you know, need prayer. And then, of course, we can pray with you. But uh, this, this night, this Thanksgiving special was all about giving thanks to God with our stories because we all have a story. When we think of the flavor of salt, God gave us the ability to add flavor to the earth. And I want to give you a quick acrostic just to kind of end with this in our mind, to follow Jesus. I'm just going to go through the acrostic of flavor. Follow Jesus. Don't follow the the church building, the pastor, another person. Follow Jesus. He will never let you down. Mankind will fail. We're going to do this together, but together we follow Jesus. And then learn along the way. The reason why we say along the way is because life is a journey. We never arrive to this perfect spot in life. We, we're being perfected, but not only till we get to heaven will we be perfect. Why? Because we'll be with the Father and we will be away from this flesh. And then apply to your life. Whatever God is teaching you, as quickly as possible, apply to your life. That's what Kohil was saying. He's like, man, for years this is what I was doing, but man, I, I, I have some regrets. Almost like saying I wasted valuable time. So when God speaks something to you, apply it to your life. Again, if you, if you, if you have a difficult time doing that, find some brothers, men, find some brothers to surround you. Women, find some sisters because we can only do this together. And then vision cast. Vision out your life with God. 
Just ask God for vision for your life. Picture who you could be as a father, as a husband, as a mother, a, a wife, a grandparent, auntie, uncle, a person, a child of God. Vision out your life. And then the O is to have that obedient heart because the heart is necessary. We're filled with so many different emotions that we can be led astray, but when our heart is given to God, then He directs our emotions. And when we're following Jesus, when we have that emotion come up, He can even use that to direct us. So have that obedient heart. And then the lastly, relationships over tasks. Relationships are far more valuable than tasks. I wanted to jump to uh, Pastor Ben and, and Christian. I know you guys are on platform right now. And I just wanted to give you just some closing remarks on that last one and kind of hang in there or, or kind of uh, dissect this one a little bit because we often say relationships are everything. So just some closing thoughts on relationships, relationships over task, and how relationships are important. Yeah, I'd say relationships are the things that that last you know and that's the um you know when you're whenever you're then in the heat of things and there's so many things to be done it's so easy to like test that relationship or just you know bulldoze through but i can say as as someone who's for some for some great reason that jesus decided to uh allow me to serve him for way longer than i thought i would that it's a relationship that gets you through it it's the relationship that I forged with people like Pastor Ben. And, you know, when we go through nights where, you know, the youth are just wild and everything doesn't go right. And, you know, there, you know, things are happening that we didn't foresee. And at the end of the whole thing, it's, it's our relationship that keeps it going. And it's our relationship with Jesus that, again, we can model that on and move forward on. Yeah, one of my favorite scriptures is when Jesus says to his disciples, the world will know you're my disciples by how you love. And when I think about relationship, I always come back to that scripture um, because it is all about relationships. We were created for relationships to first be in relationship with God and then to be in relationship with each, with each other. And <clears throat> it's such a blessing, you know, just actually after hearing Kohil's story, uh, serving in youth ministry for almost 16 years and we talked about how many of our kids who grow up in youth grew up in children's and life comes at them and it hits them hard and they leave the church and one of the greatest things though is that when we see them come back and you have that relationship with them that you get to show them who jesus is in that relationship and it's all about relationships tasks are temporary people are eternal and so when we focus on relationships we get to focus on god because he's the god of relationships and so with that i'm going to throw it to pastor bunny and pastor cat when we think about relationships um i think about my the season that we're in with my granddaughter who's in kindergarten and homeschooling and <laughs> It's been a challenge, and I joke about it, and we talk about it, and Pastor Ben, you and I go back and forth about it. It's like, it's, I can, I can, you know, and then every so often, I got to stop and be just like, you know, what is she going to remember? 
is she going to remember that grandma taught me how to read or is she going to remember that grandma is very impatient and shouldn't be doing this with me and I, I, do, I don't want to read, you know. And so when I think about how Jesus loved, Jesus loved us towards the kingdom. Jesus came because of love, you know. So when I think about relationships in that sense, then I got to stop and go, okay, I'm trying to teach her something, but if I'm not loving her, towards it if I'm not doing it in a way that is um, showing her love over trying to get the task done then what use is it because what she will remember and what our relationship will become is this this fighting thing and I that's not the kind of relationship that I want Thank you. Um, when my kids were younger, I was really neurotic about having the house clean all the time. Like I was always trying to clean up after them and, and I wasn't able to really enjoy it. And then I remember my mom visiting, they used to live in Kauai and they were visiting home, I think it was Thanksgiving. And she sat me down and she said, what do you want your kids to remember? Do you, they are going to be grown up in no time. And my kids are young and I was like, oh, they are not, this is going to take forever. Now that all of my children are adults, I look back and I'm so grateful that I was able to say, the house, I can clean the house later. Enjoy spending time with your children. Enjoy making memories and and teaching them and having these experiences with them. That's what really matters. You know, what are they going to remember? They could care less. Yes, I love a clean house, but I also want my children to know that they are loved, they are valuable, and we can clean the house another day. We can still do all of those things, but that's not going to take precedent. That's not going to be, that's definitely not how Jesus demonstrated. It's not even how the Father in the beginning in Genesis, right? We when he says, let's make them in our image. He there was such unity, there was such relationship between God the Father, Jesus the Son and the Holy Spirit, and he demonstrates us. Jesus demonstrated that when he came and he said, "Hey, let me let me have relationship with you." That's how he did it, and he demonstrated that for us. Yes, he had a there is an agenda, there was a goal. But his method was through relationships. And that's what I'm so grateful for, that we get to, there are going to be tasks, yes, and those we want to accomplish, but not with the cost of a relationship. So even when we're doing all these things, I mean, I disagree sometimes. I don't know how to do tech. You should see me and Pastor Kat sitting here. We're like, you want us to just sit in front of Instagram the entire time and they're not going to hear us? We're like, really? And people are asking us, we can't hear you. And we're like, hey guys, I mean, if you don't want to stare at us, you can just jump on Facebook or our church online or YouTube. I mean, we may not fully understand it, but here's the thing. We trust him and not just because he's our pastor, but he's also our friend. And so there's just this community that we have and we're so grateful because the task I may not always agree with or even the method of how we're going to accomplish it. You said that already. But I'm just reiterating it, okay? Uh, that relationships do matter. So, oh. oh, Pastor Sheldon, back to you. <laughs> no, but it's good because I think what people need to understand is anytime we do, anytime we do ministry or whatever we we when whenever life happens, 
the difference that Jesus said we were to be as believers is the love that we have for one another. He said, here's what he didn't say. What church you go to, how many scriptures you memorize, uh, how well you have your act together, how much you have, what your family looks like, what job you have that would determine that people know you follow me or what church you go to or how often you attend church. He said, by this, all men will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. It is that simple. It's the love that we have for one another. Oh, we fail at that a lot. But if we keep going back to Jesus, that's why I follow Jesus. That's the flavor. It's following Jesus. We can only do this together. We're, we, we can only reach our full potential together. So when we serve and learn together, it's not just in the church building. It's in our very own homes. I think Maya said that earlier in his short video, that that's our home church. It's where our home is. And I know for many of us, we're saying, I, I want to meet I want to meet already. I want to come back to church. I want to have fellowship. I want to see everybody. That's great. We all feel like that. But let's not forget that God has never, he has never closed the church. You're the church. And your home is your home church. You have a story that God is building especially during these past eight months or so. So I want to leave you with this, this question. What's your story? What's your journey? And are you willing to follow Jesus through the journey to victory? Because that's the only option Jesus gives us if we're walking with him it's victory there is no other way he is only victorious so even though we may fail at times if we're following jesus we get up we keep going victory is at hand we are victorious in him so don't give up all the stories that you heard tonight all of the different people that we're sharing all the churches that we're doing what they're doing we do this because jesus gave us victory because of him, we can serve and learn together. I want to pray for us as we conclude. And I do want to thank all of you for joining us and, and jumping on and, and, and this being the prelude going into our holiday season. Thanksgiving is coming up, Christmas is coming up, and then New Year's. And for many, we're saying, I can't wait till 2020 is done. But let's say this, 2020, when we look back on it, will not be the worst year ever. 2020 will be the year we grew the most as a church, as an individual. And know that God will always see us through every single dark time, whatever it looks like. So let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you for all those who right now are in their homes or wherever they're watching from that you would strengthen them so that they can add flavor to the earth in whatever capacity, whatever way there's no big or small way everything with you 
is magnificent. It is big. It's not how big the church is or how many people attend church. It's how big the head of the church is that makes the difference, and that's you. So Jesus, lead us and guide us. I thank you for all those who continue to serve in their churches in whatever capacity. And we thank you that we get to serve and learn together. We pray this in Jesus' name, and we all said together, amen. I do want to say thank you to Pastor Cat, Pastor Bunny. I know you guys are there. Oh, Pastor Cat's here. Uh, Pastor Ben, uh, Jamie, yeah, ooh, Christian is there. Uh, Pastor Tom is on camera. Mark is on camera. The Latrells, thank you guys so much. Thank you for sharing your story. I, I am amazed at what God does through the both of you. And then upstairs we have Travis and Pastor Marsha. They're doing all, <laughs> all the mixing, everything that's happening. And then, of course, Erica, uh, she's everywhere. Uh, behind the scenes our staff is online also so thank you to our entire staff for all that you guys do happy thanksgiving everyone and as we conclude what are we singing as we conclude we are going to sing that we see a victory because we are victorious in him so god bless you guys have a wonderful night we'll see you soon i'm gonna see a victory i'm gonna see a victory for the battle belongs to you, Lord. And I'm gonna see a victory. I'm gonna see a victory. For the battle belongs to you, Lord. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. You take what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. You turn it for good. Yes, Lord, you continue to write our story, and we know that it will end in victory because we see it in you. Thank you so much for joining us for our Salt Thanksgiving special. Have a happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you Sunday.